the obelisk. The obelisk is the key. Good evening and welcome to the obelisk. Tonight's guest is Solaris Blue Raven. Published author, public speaker, remote viewer, clairvoyant, mystical scientist, investigator, and systems buster for MKUltra-related projects and covert technology. Ms. Blue Raven has an expertise in martial arts, surveillance, and is president and CEO of Raven Star Films and Night Shadow Anomaly Detectives. It's an old bio. I apologize if it's wrong. Solaris, welcome to the show. It's good to see you again. Welcome, Solaris. Oh, she's gone now. Hi, thank you. You know what? I'm getting some weird, weird audio. Uh, you broke up quite a bit there, but thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. My honor. And Lindley Niche, it's wonderful to hear your voice again. Yes, always. How, Solaris, how long has it been since you've been on with Jerry? Oh, gosh, it's been a while, huh? Seems so, like a couple of years. Yeah, like three years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least. Well, wow. We got the band back together tonight. The band. That's right. That's scary. Do we have a, two whole chickens and a Coke, too? We're on a mission from God. <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, there's puking and no cup, but there's puking going on. <laughs> there's vomiting. There's this. There's that. There's laughter. There's crying. <laughs> oh, you silly. were on our show. Ah. Four years ago. I have no idea what the date was. Here we go. Oh, my o God. October 10th, 2018. Holy cow. That was a lifetime ago. That's but the time before. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is a that's the old timeline. Yeah, that's before the weird, the Psy War. Yeah, Psy Op. No, Psy it's virus. before I jumped timelines in 2019. That's okay. We all got into yeah. a, a really weird configuration there. <laughs> this all started with Jerry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jerry went to the hospital and... Hallucinated had, had for he... a week straight. And then I came, I snapped out of it and everything was fucked up. <laughs> it's so crazy how that all happened, Jer. I know. Tell me about it. And it's been almost four years. I know. We, well, we. How are we in May now? I mean, what is going on with twenty twenty three? I don't know. It's insanity emotions. What it is. So this is something I'm going to bring it up, and um, but so there's been a lot of stuff going on energetically, and I think everyone is talking a lot about. Their animals getting sick. Mine have been, and uh, this these weird. I think I think so. And this is why I'm bringing this up because Solaris, this is one of your. This is in your wheelhouse. Um, I think somehow this is external manipulation from something. And just before we started, Jerry had his one of his cats throw up. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I, I think the whole atmosphere is so weaponized that everybody's getting sick, to be honest. I mean, I've talked about the Cywar virus, but that was nothing compared to what they've been ramping up. And I do know uh, some some of the transmissions are just affecting people's health, whether they're physical people, beings, two-legged or or animals. But, uh, you know, I check the diet of my animals too, and they, they've, been, um, they've been having some issues as well. So I think it's atmospheric to, a, to some degree. I think there's a lot to do with the, what they're transmitting through the airwaves. And also, and also atmospheric condition, but I think I've talked to you about all those jets and all these planes that are flying nonstop. Everybody's ignoring them. And, and that's a huge thing to pay attention to what they've been doing up there, because in my opinion, I think they've been doing some nefarious work. 
people are normalizing this. We have over here jets and all kinds of helicopters and uh, Chinooks and all that. What about you over there, Jer? Um, there's like, I mean, there's there's definitely quote unquote chemtrails. Uh, I don't know where you know they just show up in the sky. I can barely see the planes. Uh, I forgot I was going to say though. <laughs> oh, Have you noticed any more military stuff though? No, don't forget no. what you were saying. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. Um, it was interesting this last week that the me mainstream media started reporting on um, uh, cloud seeding. Hmm. Yeah. After how many years of weaponization of the atmosphere, right? <laughs> exactly. They're like, <laughs> well, oh, that's yeah, a joke and a half. We've been doing it for a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like the fake UFO stuff that's going on and all that, you know, ramping up of a lot of different things connected to the Department of Defense. So, mm -hmm. yeah, all kinds of strange. I, I can tell you, you know, that since they changed the air traffic over my residence, it hasn't been the same for me energetically, and and I've been livid about it. So, but that that reeks of DOD, it reeks of the DARPA and the the Pentagon and some others. So, well, it's it's looking like the whole uh, vaccine program was a DOD operation. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's no surprise. Yeah, no, it's not surprise. I'm not surprised either. And now, you know, and after I thought about that for a while, I, I remembered back when when Trump was in office and he came out and said, you know, we're going to mobilize a military to help deliver vaccines to people. Remember that? So, I mean, mm -hmm. they've been involved since day one. <clears throat> and, and it's it's not a vaccine it's a countermeasure so this this whole thing has been some kind of operation like I, that was may have been a phase in a continuing multi-phase operation who knows mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a derailment that's the bottom line yeah you know i have had so many different breakthroughs when it comes down to what i was working on before the shutdown and then it just seems like um their whole agenda is to reverse engineer everything and everyone and, and keep everybody in this deformity where nobody's evolving or ascending and everybody's struggling, whether it's financially or spiritually, it's just unbelievable. This masquerade that's been going on, but yeah, you, you're right. Because most people don't pay attention. They don't know what the atmosphere is. They, they keep thinking that weather's normal and this is the state's weather. And they're just like completely ridiculous. It's honestly, I just, I'm, I'm, I can't believe they're that stupid these days. So <laughs> they almost deserve their fate. You know, I've said that before. Kind of like, you know, if you guys don't switch on then I, I don't have, I have no sympathy for you, you know? Yep. I'll keep getting those boosters. Yeah, really. Self-correcting problem. No, that's not going to do anything for them anyway. And it's not going to upgrade them into some really cool AI program either. That's another thing. <laughs> no. And I've mentioned this before because what they're trying to do is, is do a um, sanitization and disconnection of anybody who has um, true contact to your starseed heritage. In other words, if you have implants like technology like I have, they'll try to do anything to shut it down or switch it off or redirect it. Or uh, I think they're very threatened by those of us who have technology built in. So, Is that even possible? Well, the aerial warfare that they've been doing over my house and the, the hardcore um, assault they've been doing towards me, I can tell you point blank, they've been running interference against my tech. And it's been causing all kinds of um, different kinds of issues. But they're definitely trying to run interference as far as, you know, the synthetic telepathy and the interface I had. It was very strategic. It was very um, PSYOP related in a sense of uh, remote viewing and, and uh, size by tech. So that particular technology, I know they try to hit the implants directed. Hmm. They, they definitely try to hit implants. And they've been doing some interesting things in order to not not help me in any formula. This is always about shutting down, switching off, and sanitizing a case or sanitizing information so that it's not a threat to what they're working on. And you notice how the anomalies department, I mentioned that now they have a new department about UFO anomalies. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all in connection to 
what they want to do to control and manipulate the narrative, but the anomalies are us. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's another part of it. It's not just about looking for things in the sky or the oceans. It's literally us. It's these beings who star people or whatever you want to call yourselves that are built differently, uh, connected to a higher field and configuration of space-time. And, and that's something they've been tracking for decades. Mm -hmm. Why? Oh, yeah, they've been tracking. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Why now are they being so, I'm not going to say open I about it. I think they're threatened. I think they're super threatened, yeah. to be honest with you. And I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I mean, no, no, you're fine. Um, but I, I can honestly tell you, I think from my perspective and from where I've been, these SOBs are very, very threatened to those of us who are fine-tuned, can calibrate, can interface with things that are synthetic, slightly related, but off-world off intelligence systems, which means not, not related to this world. And with that comes a lot of different databases of information. Also, the ability to sci-spy, <clears throat> excuse me, some other abilities that are connected to, they're way beyond what they can do in their defense department. So in my opinion, I think they're trying to, to um, take away the threat, and the threat would be beings like us. Interesting. I would think that they'd be more afraid of the tech they don't understand. Well, that is it. That's just it. We it is a tech they don't understand. That's why they're trying to do a demolition. When it comes down to, but they don't they don't have the access that I've had in the past with the interface that I've had. So they're trying to do everything they can do to to damage control or troubleshoot insofar as figure it out and then try to damage. I'm just using myself as an example, but I'm sure there are other people out there who can relate to it. Yeah, and from my perspective, they'll never figure it out because they're materialists. And <laughs> no, they're stupid too. Yeah, they're dumb I, as a box of rocks. Exactly. So they're trying to dissect these, whatever they believe the crafts to be, but they don't operate in a physical realm like current modern day mm -hmm. science dictates. And right. for that reason alone, they'll never understand how they operate. No, they're never going to figure it out, but they do data mine and they do um, a lot of, you know, surveilling where they can yeah. acquire information, <clears throat> excuse me, connected to beings like us who have information that they can't access normally. So that does happen. I mean, they data mine, I think 90% of their operations are based on other people's work, patents, intelligence, you know, that sort of thing. I'm not surprised by that. <clears throat> okay, Nash, I'm done. Out of the <laughs> void. So you see this dark void. I could put a picture up. I don't feel like it. I could put a, I could put a picture <laughs> because, up. You all know what I look like. Okay. Aw. Yeah, that's no, that's not me anymore, but that was probably 2004. <clears throat> but it's me. not even the people listening aren't even seeing this the zoom at all. Oh, that's so. good. Yeah. Yeah. So you are real to some degree in the illusion of space time. <laughs> <laughs> what so you just published a book recently. Mm -hmm. Several. I actually had two, yeah. One is um, Cosmic Travelers and Analysis of Time Travel. And then the other one is uh, Moonlight in the Water, Alchemical Moon Magic. Yep. Sure did. Well, give us a taste of what we can well, expect in those. Now, the first one, the Cosmic Travelers and Analysis of Time Travel is me breaking down time travel and the illusion of not really time travel per se, but, but space-time traveling. In other words, how we can calibrate and move to another configuration of space-time where we don't have to use the trajectory of linear worlds. In other words, the NASA's and the everything everybody spoon fed here is such a joke and a, and a facade. I'm talking about real time communications and real time traversing the galactic highway. So I get into that with my book analysis of, and analysis of time travel with the cosmic travelers. And a lot of it is um, based on what we are capable of doing at the biomolecular cellular consciousness, multidimensional level, which of course sounds woo, -woo but really isn't when you get configured properly and calibrated properly. So that's part of it. And also, um, I don't think many people touch on this because they're always like, well, the body would be able to survive it. 
Well, if you're calibrating to the right trajectory and you're, and you're calibrating to the right um, configuration where you're moving to from point A to point B, yes, you can. Your body can calibrate and you can sustain yourself just like any bio suit and space suit. So I get into that a little bit and talk about what it takes to, to do these types of things in that book. And it's not for everybody. As you know, I have a certain following of people that enjoy it, but, but most people, you know, they just don't get it. So that's one of them. That's the Cosmic Travelers. And the uh, Moonlight in the Water, Alchemical Moon Magic is more, more about the moon, lunar energies, ceremonial moon magic, lunar magic, and also, but not esoteric, like craft stuff, more expanded on, on a very high level. I talk a little bit about programming water and cosmic cocktails and some cool stuff that changes the alchemy of, of what we're dealing with when it comes down to whether it's water or, or a ceremony or state of consciousness. So that's kind of a cool book. It's a fun book. That's pretty much what that one's about. Kind of a break. How does that tie into like structured water or the alternate states of water? If, well, if it changes that... the programming. Yeah, just like anything else, like you can change the water. I'm sure you all know that. Mm -hmm. Everybody studied it forever and ever. But the idea behind it is to literally reconfigure the water and transmute it alchemically and change the field to a point where you're actually changing the consistency of the water itself and also downloading um, from different configurations a specific coordinate in alignment with the frequencies that would change your vibration and alter you at the molecular atomic level. Sounds like woo witch doctor stuff, but it's, um, it's really effective. Is that on Amazon? Can I find it's it? on Amazon. Yeah. I'll send you all a copy if you want one. I would love a copy. I mean, everybody wants copy. copies of my books. Yeah, but that's, you know, I'll be worth something when I'm dead. The illusion of dying. <laughs> it could be any day. It means a lot. It would mean a lot to me. If oh, you... I would love to send me your address. And, you know, most people don't even read my books. They'll say, oh, send me a copy and I'll send it and they'll sit in their library. But it's okay. I do the same thing sometimes. But it is nice to have a hard copy because it's there as a resource, basically. You don't have to sit there and, you know, totally read it. I think you'd like it, though. Is it Moonlight in the Water? Is that it? Yeah, Moonlight in the Water, Alchemical Moon Magic, and then Cosmic Travelers and Analysis of Time Travels, the other one. It says Dream Journal. Yeah, the Dream Journal is just a, a, a blank journal designed for people to write down their experiences through oh. dream time or astral projection or or sci-spy. Uh, not sci-spy in general, but sci, well, it. remote viewing. I found it. I guess it's sci-spy. I just want to put a link in the chat. There we go. And thank you for having me, by the way. I certainly appreciate it. I know yeah. it's kind of, we're in the, we're in kind of a chaos energy right now. Not not us in general, but atmosphere yeah. conditions are are very different. Shit is whack, yo. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a shit show. It for is real. a shit show. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's true. It's so true. And <clears throat> my observations have been that, I don't remember what I was going to say. No, God damn it. It's it's just it's just wacky. I've always had this this thought in the back of my head that the script for the narrative, whatever you want to call it, for, for the elites or whatever, whoever's running the shit show ran out a few years ago, and they it just they're just making it up as you go along. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, but it is more of a demolition, and it seems to me yeah. like there's a lot connected to space domination so far as low Earth orbit platforms and dominating space and mm -hmm. well, lunar activity. Everything you can think of in space is being dominated right now, right down to the electromagnetic spectrum. And I know Manisha's heard this before, as we talked about on, on Cyber Witch Cafe, but, but there's a lot of that going on where they're just trying to dominate everything that's transmission and frequency related. Mm -hmm. And with that comes warfare. I mean, you cannot sit there and encapsulate the field and, and let, they don't want to let anybody breathe spiritual air or cosmic air. Oh. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm reading comments here. I know. Um, yeah, no, that's interesting. Did you hear about the, was it the Chinese lander? So, someone's lunar lander crashed. Hooray! Which one? Oh. <clears throat> well, was it Chinese or no? It was China or Japan? Well, you know what? It seems to me like there's a lot of space junk out there anyway, so... What they tell people real time is, is a joke and a half, if you ask me. I mean, there's so many things that are happening behind the scenes. And when it comes to the lunar facility, the moon energy, the lunar energies, I mean, you can look on it on a ceremonial level. We can dial in from our cosmic heritage. But when I look at it today, it's a sadness that I see because it seems to me like it's just been a, completely disrespected on so many levels when it comes down to what they've tried to do, whether it's you know excavating or sanitization of data and archives and you know what I call... Um, Architectural design artifacts. Mm -hmm. So, um, someone asked in chat, and it's interesting. What's what is the moon all about? The moon. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of different things. When it comes down to, I call it the monitoring monitoring station. Um, in my book, I've talked about how it was phased in from a different space configuration. In other words, it wasn't necessarily towed in like many people suspect. It was more about phasing from a different configuration in space time, it just showed up. Uh, to me, it has a lot of what I call architectural design connected to ancient heritage. So artifacts, I want to say artifacts, basically. Mm -hmm. And a lot of other tech insofar as control panel information when it comes down to accessing. And I think it has a very um, vast intelligence system within it. However, I think some of it's been damaged. And a lot of people, in my opinion, in these off-world um, wannabe departments don't know how to utilize it correctly. But for me, I think it's a, it's a very interesting remnant of our ancient cosmic ancestry. And reminder, and in my books, I mentioned this, that we are not from here initially, even though we incarnate here and we enter out of timelines. We come from off world, so we enter here. But our cosmic origins are not from here, which gives us a resonance with things like the moon and, and other objects that come in from a different configuration. And the, the planet itself, we're resonating with the planet. I mean... Well, some people are. I'm not. I know I'm totally out of time and out of mind and out of. I know a lot of beings are, and I get it. But you know, even the human resonance, everything they think is natural and organic has been hijacked. So you're dealing with frequencies that are completely manipulated, and people don't realize it because they've been indoctrinated into this field of energy. But once they break orbit with it, like holy crap, man, what a shit show! Excuse my French. What you know that was, and I guarantee you, it's the same thing when you get. Um, you start shifting your vibration and changing your state of consciousness, and you look back at the old. I wouldn't say it's the old self, but you shed some skins. You're like, wow, I can't believe that was me or whatever. You know, it's the same concept, but you're looking at it on a bigger scale on a, on a whole when it comes to this this world. So I see it as um, not, in, not in resonance with me. And I, what I can tell you is that they're trying to keep everybody so agitated and so so interconnected with this world that they lose, they lose connections to the cosmic forces and the celestial energies that are incoming and also other configurations associated, which is very critical right now because using your mind Beyond 100% is really where it's about. what it's about. We need to be moving into that field and, and literally working our minds. And that's one of the biggest weapons we have. Yeah, because we can make shit happen. We can definitely make not a lot of things happen. You, I know you know, and so I does do. Nisha. Do. So, you know, you know. If you don't know, <laughs> learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just convincing the rest of the people to get on board with the plan. Well, that's and the thing is, you know, they don't have to. It only takes a few, you know. Right. I find that those of us who are different don't have to be part of the hive. We're not supposed to be. We're, we're almost like lone travelers here. At least I am. And I'm okay with that. Yes. I really am. I'm actually looking forward to getting away from everyone. And not you all. Yeah. I love you all. But I'm telling you, man, you know. Right. I'm just like, no. I'm okay without being part of that. <laughs> by the time they get it, I'm like, wow, man, I don't have time for this. So I've got to move on. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> yeah, I I want to move into my true unentangled observer state. It's kind of my goal. Well, I think the whole thing is, I always said the best solution to the equation is to live off planet. And for me, that's my objective and my goal. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just where I'm at. How will you get past? I'll never the, be happy. How are you going to get past the dome? <laughs> oh, well, you can go to different space configuration. Yeah, their dome. The, the, which one's talking about what? But yeah. this is a biodome. I mean, it's a weaponized field, but it can be um, it can be neutralized. Just like you know, you basically play at their own game. In other words, it's just a mirror between realms where you decide to neutralize the game and neutralize the field the way they try to neutralize mm-hmm. our field talking energy wise, but there are access points and gateways and stargates and yep. areas con- where we can traverse. I'm convinced a lot of those are in Antarctica too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We talked about that before on the jump points as well. Yeah. Antarctica is yeah. loaded with um, access points yeah. and jump points. And, and with that comes, like I said, that's why I always laughed at the space program because what are they doing? Wasting everybody's time <laughs> and money and the illusion of once again, it's two worlds existing simultaneously. You've got the, the linear muggle world where everybody's dead, walking dead, and they're being poisoned and subjected to lies and deception, and they're never going to get anywhere. And when they die, they'll be had anyway. And then you've got the breakaways beyond breakaways who are literally have all the toys, all the advancements, all the tech, and are literally spitting on everybody else and playing mind games. And why they're still around, I'm not sure. That's a particular group that literally, in my opinion, has stolen a lot of ancient uh, artifacts and a lot of ancient technology and reverse engineered it. But those are the other adversaries. And to me, it's just weird. It's like, let's just get this game over with. I'm so done with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're going to milk us for all they can before that happens. Well, they're going to try, but people let it happen. This yeah. is the problem I have. Yeah. Is like, yeah. if they, it's like, if you believe in it and you want to be part of it and you're subjecting yourself to it, then I don't have any sympathy. But for me, I've got to go. And I, I've said that before. And you'll find, I mean, you'll find a, a year from now or something, something, I will find a way. I am determined as hell or heaven or in the illusion of space time to get the hell away from this. And I will, especially after the crap they pulled on me for this year and a half to two years. And, and Nish knows a lot about it. But man, the weaponization of what they've done, these jets, these bastards that are flying over my house, low, low altitude SOBs. You should see it. And I've sent pictures to, to you, Nish, and you've seen all the crap. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, the jets come out and their little planes come out and they were pinging and pinging and pinging to a point where there's so much noise in my house. You can walk in here and hear, hear the field. You could hear that it's like a nasty Tesla coil. I'm not kidding you. It's not tinnitus or anything like that. It was, a, and I'm sure it's not healthy for the animals. And we were talking about the animal health and I'm sure it's not good for them. So, yeah. So I've been a little bit agitated and a little bit more fired up. <laughs> like I could run a marathon and kick a bunch of asses right now. And at my age, <laughs> it's kind of funny in the illusion of aging, but you know, but still I can kick butt. Even You're not that age. much older than us. I'm old. I'm ancient. I'm telling you older than dirt. I just turned 58. I'm pretty old. Yeah. Oh, really, mm-hmm. Brad? I'm not going to tell you I'm older than you. Not much. Only a few years, but yeah. still. Well, I'm beyond 26 billion years old if you want to get technical. Because Thank I'm you. Not- there you <laughs> go. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I bet you, you weren't a djinn in a past life like I was. No, I don't think that was me, but definitely might have wreaked some havoc here and there. <laughs> Only if you piss me off. It's like Suzanne and I joke about, because neither of us can really get into the astral split space mm-hmm. and uh, we're convinced we've been locked out <laughs> you know that's interesting a lot of people are talking about not being able to astral project lately um not sure what that means in a sense maybe there's some more I, once again brain hacking remote brain hacking comes to mind but also the idea behind weaponization of space which interferes with that oh. and my dog has a nose whistle right now i heard that yeah <laughs> i thought it was me you know if i need to take him out for five minutes okay no i don't care 
Okay, because you all would have to talk for like five minutes while I take him out real quick. <laughs> we oh God, we, we hate Are you okay talking. With that? Y'all we... know what the inside story is. <laughs> we, we just abhor speaking to each other. I don't know how we would do <laughs> Would you mind if I bowed out for five no, minutes? Go I'm going to keep it muted. We'll and be just here. Take... Go for it. It's yeah. Apollo anyway. He's looking at me and whining. So no, okay. we want to hear the whistle. So you know what that means. Uh, give me the eyes. And with that comes Orion, I'm sure. But hang on and just give me a few minutes. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. We'll be here. Good times. So, Jared, tell me about your eating plan. My like my what diet? does it generally look like? Yeah. Um so uh lately, like my standard plan is uh a half pound bacon for breakfast, uh, a couple hard boiled eggs, and then I'll have like a, a pound of ground beef for dinner. Or a steak or something. So, like, say the dinner time. So, the breakfast I get, like, the pound of ground beef, do you just, do you, how would you prepare that? Depends. I'll either, um, you know, crumble it up, fry it in butter, of course, and uh, spice. Depends. So, like, I'll go Italian one night, Mexican another night, Greek. But night. if you're going Italian, no onions, no peppers, what? Garlic. Fresh garlic. Just garlic. So you're skipping the onions and peppers and calling it Italian. Yep. Italian seasonings. <laughs> or Greek seasonings. Yeah. Onions are off the diet. So you're literally just eating meat, no veg at all. Nope. Do you get bored? Yeah, a little. But I'm seeing results, so it's it's worth it. Yeah. Well, you've always, I mean, your food porn's always really great. So <laughs> in the past, you know, every you can make anything. Yeah, I can. So, yeah. And like I eat a lot of shrimp too. So I'll have shrimp one night. Like I've got a two-pound uh, two bag of shrimp defrosting for tomorrow. That'll be my Does it matter the amount you eat? No. So no. you can just do the whole thing. What yeah. is this called again? It sounds Carn like the Atkins. Carnivore diet. It's like Atkins, but it's it's zero carbs, not low carb. Yeah. So the idea is to take in zero carbs, high fat, high protein. And you do it twice a day? Oh, no, I eat when I'm hungry. Oh, okay. But usually I'm, you know, <clears throat> half a pound of bacon kind of tides you over till dinner time. So... And how are your energy levels? Good, good. Better than Imagine they were. Better there. than they were. And my yeah. skin's cleared up. I was getting um, TMI here, rash on my ass. Like if I ate too many carbs, <laughs> if, I, if I ate a lot of rice or bread, I would yeah. get like hives on my butt. Oh, wee. That itch like motherfucker. Damn. So that's all gone. Um your skin looks really good. My skin's looking better. I I just feel better. I feel better. I feel better. And I feel more spry. If if I could if I could go there, you know, like I'm I'm not I don't feel like uh a lump of shit on the couch. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's that sucks for yeah. sure. And I'm definitely my my arms are skinnier. I'm sure you can see that. Yeah. I can get my fingers all the way around my wrist now <laughs> oh wow so yeah yeah oswald is correct i have that fine lebanese olive skin yeah you so, look real good so it, it's definitely showing thanks did you have pain before like in your joints or anything no no so it was just the weight 
Yeah, just the weight. And then the rash on your ass. <laughs> the rash. Only when I <laughs> ate too much crap or bread or not, not crap. Because I'm like, I'm not, I never you was. You never ate crap. You always had good food. Yeah, for the most part. But once I cut the carbs out, and it's been since like mid-January now, all my skin conditions have cleared up. That's amazing. That's good. It's uh, a, so what, how did you even, I didn't even know about this one, this particular, uh, you know, you hear about keto and the others, but this just straight up, this is different than paleo and the others. Yeah. Paleo and keto are Atkins adjacent, right? They're low carb, high protein, low fat. And the idea with the carnivore diet is that you're eating high protein, high fat, and the fact that you're not having carbs causes the fat to not get absorbed by your system because, if I remember correctly, the carbs will encapsulate the, the fats and store it in your body, which can lead to heart disease, allegedly, and other things. Yeah. But All I right, you guys. Hey, I'm back. I heard about it from this guy, uh, Dr. Sean Baker. He wrote a book about it. And... He's he's basically my age, fifty six, our age, and he looks awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to look like that. So that's kind of why I got into it. And that does remind me of another thing. You are now past your sa second Saturn return. I'm in my second Saturn return. Oh, are you? Yeah. I don't know where it is in your chart. So fifty six is the usual. If you're fifty eight, no. I would imagine. No, fifty eight is. 56 is 29 and a half times two. It's always been 29 and 56. That was 58. I don't know. Yeah, things have, things have been good. Um, my sister bought a house down here. Or 27, sorry. Your sister's down there now? She bought a house here. She has, it's not complete yet, but she's moving. And my parents are coming down in two weeks to buy a house. You're going to have the whole fam there. Yeah. it's it's So far, it's turned out to be a good Saturn return. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, if everything's in place, it should be a good thing. Yeah, considering how miserable my first one was, this one's looking good. So, Welcome back, Solaris. Yeah, sorry. Hold on. You're good. I enjoy eavesdropping. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Nish asked me about my diet. Oh, yeah, because he's right. lost so much weight and all that. Yeah. And, you, and you can see him, Solaris. He looks really good. He looks 100% better. It's not yeah. even just the weight loss. It's everything else. Your energy, everything's much, much better. So, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. yeah you look really awesome. Thanks. And the... He was telling us about having rashes on his ass. From From carbs. If I eat too much carbs, I get like oh. these hives, really itchy huh. hives. That's on, interesting. On my buttocks. <laughs> well, maybe it's just not not clean stuff. I mean, it could be. You need organic. It's, it's just sugar. I, I oh, think, yeah. I think it's gold bond. Fungal. Yeah, gold bond. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was some kind of fungus thing, so I tried to treat it with that. It didn't work. Like, okay, I'm going to Did you really up. treat it with gold bond? Yeah. <laughs> that stuff still makes me laugh. I put the link if to it, the... If you got a rash, get the gold bond. I put a link to that diet in chat <laughs> for anyone who's The carnivore interested. diet. Yes. Yeah. It's all, it's literally all meat, Solaris. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So well, it's almost like the um, keto diet, right? A little bit. With no carbs, yes. Okay. Like none, zero. Mm -hmm. 
right? I'm kind of a carbosaurus, so I need a little bit of carbs, but I don't need that many carbs. I I like my carbs, but I like them in the form of like vegetables. So right. potatoes, carrots, stuff like that. It's healthy. That's good. Mm -hmm. sure. I'm not a big pasta person. I'm not a bread person. I'm That's not a sweet. I, I'm definitely not a, I don't have a sweet tooth. He's 56. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Oh my so goodness. He wrote the fever, the, honey. He, he wrote the book. On, Excellent. Uh, <laughs> so he's on YouTube. He's great. I should try and get him on the show. Bring him on, especially yeah, since you're having success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Solaris. Mm -hmm. Let's get into some woo. Let's get into woo. Woo world. I'm Where all about go? the woo. Well, I don't know. Is it dangerous? We're on YouTube right now to talk about all the shit that's going on. I mean, this whole. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. Give me a reason <laughs> to move to Rumble, please. Just give me a reason because every time I turn around, my, my thing is getting jacked up anyway over there. I don't even exist anymore. <laughs> Jerry, you can move us to Rumble. I don't even really... I've not, I don't even go there really. I'm not even, I don't even contest when they demonetize us anymore. Like, okay, so I lose a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're gaining all this on, of course, their commercials every two seconds on anything you watch. This is true. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to move to Rumble. So y'all have to follow us if we move to Rumble. That's um, easy. Yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot oh, of people go over there. Robert's on, Robert Phoenix is on Rumble now. Cool. Oh, YouTube banned him? I thought I saw him yesterday. Oh, well. So, so Lars, what do you think about this whole shit show that's going on? I mean, it. so now I guess if we're going to buy into the narrative, right? So mm -hmm. one way or another, if it's lies or if it's false, it doesn't matter because it's feeding the collective mind. But if we want to entertain that it's real, then there, I saw, you know, they, they penetrated the Russia thing with um, Big Daddy P over there. And all that hoopla. Did you hear about that today? Mm -mm, no. The drones? What happened? Yeah, Jerry, do you have, yeah, are you able to so speak on that? I can. I don't know how true it is, but they're saying that there was an assassination attempt on Putin. There were two drones that were over the Kremlin. There were, there was a video of shit blowing up <laughs> in the sky wow. above the Kremlin. But I mean, who knows what it really was? Was but, this today? Yeah. Well, last night. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Well, they're always trying to take him out, so it doesn't surprise me. But, you know, you can't trust anything anymore, especially if it's on mainstream. And even the videos you can't trust, so who knows? Right, no. right, exactly. Apparently those, uh, side note here, those Hunter, Hunter Thompson, uh, Tucker Carlson. I know where you're at. I, yes. <laughs> I'm, I always go back to Hunter S. Thompson. Um, the uh, Those Tucker Carlson videos that got leaked, quote-unquote mm -hmm. leaked by Media Matters, maybe deep fakes the mm, interviews yeah no those off they were like um after the show they kept recording oh mm. interesting yeah, yeah i haven't heard those but they can do that so easily now yeah they yeah. can nothing is real anymore in the illusion of it's all it's very sketchy <laughs> none of our reality is real and now it's even more apparent yeah Mm -hmm. well that that's the thing so let's 
let's get into this a little bit. So Lars, you know, you came out early on talking about this, these layers of tech and how they're interfacing and all that. So here we are at the point where you can't trust anything we're seeing digitally or hearing Mm -hmm. because it's seamless now. And it's so funny because the video games seem like they're slacking. Like there's some good ones coming out right now that are unbelievable, but still with the level of tech, you can just get on, on apps, buying apps for Mm -hmm. all this is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very, very true. Well, like I said, you know, and, and now they've, they're using it for more entertainment purposes, if you ask me, but also as a surveilling and their version of artificial intelligence, you know, it's machine learning, this, that, and the other. I find it interesting. They never talk about the uh, weaponization that I'm familiar with, with the artificial intelligence synthetics of the electronic warfare type projects, which literally destroy targets of interest. So that'll never be talked about. It's hush, hush, you know, that's DOD, that's, you know, the Pentagon, that's the military, that's the Air Force, Space Force. It's all these people who have access to electronic warfare who can be nefarious as hell when it comes down to it and in utilizing it against anyone and anything, including Americans. So, you know, there's so many levels to this crap. And I, I find that the abomination is just the fact that that stuff has not been put in that direction where spotlights are being pointed and people are being held accountable, you know, but I see the whole thing is just being consolidated. Their version of AI is it's just like one big blend of crap. And I think that's what's happening here as we watch this. And detaching from it, I think, is the best way to go in a sense of detaching and jumping a timeline to another configuration, you know, just, just making a jump to um, move to a higher field of, of the true energies associated with what I call intelligent design and the, the cosmic intelligence versus their version of AI. To me, that's the only solution. I was working on the Orion Gateway project before they showed up in my house, you know, I mean, in when I say in my house, they invaded my house with their aerial warfare. End of story. It's not like it just sits around outside. It doesn't affect me. It's definitely very hard on the system. I know I went in another direction with that, but I don't know if I answered your question. It's fine. I think uh, one of the interesting things that I've observed is that the hoopla around AI, quote unquote AI, is getting louder, right? Mm -hmm. But like the chat GPT, which everyone's climbing onto right now, isn't any kind of intelligence or learning mm-hmm. thing. It's a data manipulator and just spits back. It's basically, do you remember the Eliza program from the 70s and 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically an upgraded Eliza, <laughs> uh, which is which is funny. But I think that whole, Ryan. that whole ad campaign or that whole propaganda campaign, if you will, is to me, Sorry. Setting, trying to set expectations for what they want people to believe AI can do. But it really can't do much more than that. No, I can't. Well, it can. I mean, when you look at the where I've been with artificial intelligence, synthetics, levity, I mean, that was huge mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. But it was also hush-hush. Nobody knew about it. It was. It's one of those technologies that you use for a specific group of beings, a recruitment program, and a lot of other things connected to surveilling and interfacing with real-time communication system. It works beautifully. It's smooth as glass. And the thing is, the problem is it's weaponized to a point where they try to create identities, where they try to torture you if you don't comply with what they want you to do. They can use it for very nefarious assault and battery-related things. And I went through everything from A to Z. I went through the whole process of that. Um, and that's what's so funny that they don't talk about that sort of thing nowadays. Yeah, it's a joke when they're talking about their, that's not even artificial intelligence, what they're talking about now. It's just like, you know, a machine learning program. It's something yep. very low, very primordial. But once again, they're spoon feeding ignorant masses. No offense. 
There are some smart people out there, but a lot of them are stupid as hell. And they're sitting there and thinking, oh, look at this. It's so cool. It's like AI. It's not AI. Okay. It's not the Ascendant Syndicate <laughs> Machine Intelligence. I'm sorry. I sound like the guy from that group, South Park. <laughs> Cartman. <laughs> I can do him really well. Respect my authority. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous. I'm amazed, you know, that I watch all this. But once again, even the Neuralink is a joke and a half. That's nothing compared to where I've been with the program. So I find it interesting, but this is once again, soft. It's a very soft version of things to, it's slowly calibrating the mass collectors to think it'll be cool. But when they're interconnected nonstop, you know, they're so busy and chatting now, they can't put their iPhones down. I don't think they have a problem calibrating to be interfaced. I really don't. I think that they're fine with that as a mass collective. The problem is what they're getting input output with. What is it going to be? And what's it going to be? Well, it's going to be exactly what your corporations want. And it's not going to be anything advanced in consciousness because these people don't want to you know, calibrate anybody to intelligence or spirituality or higher anything off planet. They just want everybody here linear and stupid and enslaved. So that's that's just my take on it. I read a news story today about brain implants. There were I can't remember what it was exactly. I can't find I can't find it either. Um basically it was some experiment where fifty people have been implanted already with the This is a hysterical. I mean I'm sorry. Yes, I, I say this like I saw that. that's like chimpanzee crap, man. You don't want to be implanted with that crap. <laughs> you don't need one first of all. We have nope. the I have the wiring naturally for interface. So why are they doing things like that? And by the way, he's okay because my dog's whining just because I took him out and he just did a, a number one. So he's not just a heads up for everybody. Sorry. You no. guys are eavesdropping on our intimate conversation. It's, it's all good. I can't, I can't find that story. Okay. Because Twitter search sucks. Well. And there was silence. I'm looking. I posted it on our key base. Oh, did you? Yeah, but I don't know where. I'll look. You talk. And so, so who's doing the implanting? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nish. I want to say it was Israel or oh. some Germany. I forget. I forget. I really forget. Frankentech? That's what will, it sounds like. I will find it. There's, I put a couple things in the um, deep blue section. So, Solaris, when we're talking about all this stuff, though, what do you think that, what direction do you think this is really going? Because they're amping all this up they're bringing out all this narrative and it's tying into okay so i guess this is more direct if you're noticing everything is swirling around elon musk like i want to make a meme that says elon saves and then on the back and enslaves and uh and i i don't even think he's human but I'm noticing this huge amount of people that are coming to his camp and thinking he's like saving the world and is this big hero. Mm -hmm. And I can't help but notice that he is absolutely not a big hero. In fact, this is the guy who wants to put neuro fucking Neuralink. link in your head. Yeah, I don't trust anybody. But quite honestly, he appears, he has a nice persona about him and people are attracted to him. He does have what it takes to be uh, to attract a mass appeal. He is intelligent. He, I mean, he's, he seems to be, you know, a freedom fighter, but he's not. I see a lot of duality with him. And I, and I said it before, the thing with him is that he's controlled and handled by DOD. I don't care any, what anybody says. There's no way he's going to be able to do anything without them encapsulating his entire pattern of what he wants to do here on this world. So, and the Neuralink's a joke. Yeah, you're right about that. All the things that he's worked on, 
Um, you know, I, nobody's ever talked to me in person. I don't know if they think it's just like, they're so arrogant. They want to sit there and hear what I have to say about these things, but they'll take and steal my work, which comes out, you know, in either remote series, but you know, the, this technology is not a game. And I find that the whole idea behind it is to weaponize the hell out of it and use it, use the best part of it for their elites. In other words, use it for, and I don't even believe they're elite, but using it for their best of the best military, their best of the best special forces types. I would say black space technology, astronauts, where I come from, what I've been through is definitely astronaut tech. It's for an astronaut. It's for a traveler. It's not for here. It's for people who work in um, with high profile candidates like my ex handler who was dealing with interfacing, you know, your, your high tech security and you're dealing like Musk, he could be interconnected with his security team and know exactly what to do, where to do it and hear it live in real time without any problem. And, and also the communications and the visuals, it's all there. It's all encapsulated. This is the tech and I'm sure he's had access to it. I can't imagine him not being able to. The only thing is I'm not certain that everybody can calibrate it properly. And you have to be a certain kind of, of what I call a star seed type, a different type of celestial being with a different DNA sequencing to be able to ride those waves. That's just me. But I think the end game is to weaponize it for that breakaway group and then to keep everybody encapsulated and slept and, and brainwashed with a small tech system to globally encapsulate and enslave. That's just my take. I don't believe anything they have to say. You know, if they wanted to do something right, nobody would be sick today. We'd all be living to be over a thousand years old and we would have free energy beyond zero point. What are we doing here? The same game that's been played over and over again. It's it's foolishness. Yeah, I agree. And here's another thing I'd like you to touch on is, so with Elon and expanding upon this, don't we think it's strange that he gets to do all this stuff, like throw stuff up into the environment and... Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he's behind chat GPT. He's behind everything. But how many people get to just go and throw up stuff into the environment? This right. just seems weird. He's got sat his own satellites. How did that happen? I mean, you know. I told you. Yeah, no, you're right, Nish. And I'm sorry to make a cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. As I'm saying, you know, not anyone can do that. No, you can't just start throwing stuff up in the environment. No. Why is it he's granted permission? He has the money. But also those satellites are all linked to government. You know, he's once again, he's he's handled by the Defense Department. Anyway, you look at it, it's militarized, it's weaponized to some degree, even if he's not aware of it, I'm sure he is. And those satellites, and I mentioned this before, and I know because of my biotech from my fine tuning, when they started throwing up those satellites in 2020, I knew, I said, this is not good. And I could tell, it was just the way they were, they were very heavy and the energetics associated with the transmissions and the frequencies were very, very, um, they were dimming. They were just definitely uh, not, not positive. They were more negative when it comes down to electromagnetic field and attenuating the field. So that's just my own take and just on the frequencies associated with what they were deploying. But he can use um, those for so many different types of things. And he's everywhere. Yeah, you're right. But he's, he's their totem. He's forever, he's the poster boy now. And with that comes whatever it is, it is what it is. I, I don't trust anybody to be honest with you. And, but I do find it suspect that um, somebody has been trying to tamper with what's happened to me this past year and a half to two years. And I don't know if he's had anything to do with it or not, I'm not mentioning names. I'm just saying it takes somebody who has money and access to go above and beyond and do what the hell they've been doing to me for the past two years to try to figure out exactly where I've been and what's happened with the tech. And that's, that's somebody who's obsessed, somebody who's interested. And I don't think it's the original handler of me from 2004. So, so everybody falls into that category of suspect, you know, and these people now who have satellite, um, they have Starlink over their house. They have Starlink. Well, not necessarily over their house, but you know what I mean? They have the Starlink set up. You know, my Starlink was blown up in my car about a year and a half ago. 
Told you that, right? Yeah, that was crazy. The whole electronic, <laughs> the whole thing blew. And to a point <laughs> where my my I couldn't remotely control. I couldn't open up my car. I couldn't I couldn't lock it. I couldn't secure it. And the guy goes, "What?" He goes, "He said, he said something um, short." He goes, what did you plug it into? What happened? And it's like something short circuited in the whole car. And I said, nothing. It was like it was hit with an EMP or something. And that was the mechanic. It was really weird. But all the electrical failed and the dashboard, everything was just fried. It's not an accident, okay? I know this sounds crazy, but it's not. You know that. But I'm just saying it is bizarre, the stuff that goes on. But I always say look to the aerial warfare because that, that's going to give you 90% of the answers. It comes down to it. But yeah, I don't, I don't trust it either. You know, on that, I, I'm on Twitter, you know that, and I, I observe, but there's nothing there. It's boring as hell now. And all I do is kind of, and half the time I don't see anybody, you know, it's like a ghost world. I'm a ghost anyway, so it's okay. But <laughs> I call myself the ghost. That's kind of my new nickname now. So yeah, I don't see your tweets anymore. Nobody sees me. I don't exist, man. It's like my whole case never existed. I never existed. I, I'm not alive. I'm dead. <laughs> it's so like, dude. I, that's why I love my documentation. I love my documentary. I love the fact that I have all these um, all hundreds and hundreds of videos and interviews. And I have uh, 45 minutes of raw video footage of the implant analysis scan, which nobody's seen because it's not part of the documentary. I've got all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, what, over 245 micro cassettes. People don't think I have evidence. They can dream on. I do. And that's what's so funny is like, you know, but people forget so easily. They forget five minutes ago what happened from anybody. You know, you can have any experience and two minutes later, somebody's going to forget. So. Thank you, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Just shake your butt, and that's all it is. You know, I don't know. I don't watch it, but I'm so tired of this this primordial world that just doesn't resonate with me. So, probably there was, too much. Don't blame you. Girl, please. There, so there was this, um, let's see, it, Okay, so today, so we kind of been tracking this stuff. I think you were talking about it earlier. Was that the Japan balloon, Jerry? The the, the moon? There, so there was a like another Chinese balloon that went over Hawaii. They don't know where, where, where it's from. Right, so we've got another one of those coming through. And it's supposed to be in Mexico now at some Probably. point or over... Jerry, do you know the stats on this? No, I don't care about it. <laughs> I didn't follow. It. But, but the the thing here is what I'm why I'm why I'm bringing this up is it's another weird thing that is coming into our airspace, and it's you know if they're going to call it a balloon, like they don't know where it's coming from, they don't really know what they're calling it, and at the same time, all this alien invasion stuff is amping and there's stuff all over all if we can trust anything we see in here these days but it, you know as i always say it's not really if it's true or not it's what they're feeding you in the mind virus and so what they're doing is amping this up and i had heard in the deep woo dark net of the deep blue, which is not the actual dark net, by the way, um, that they are going to do something crazy over the big house here in America, that they are actually going to try and pull something like that off. And so there's, there are these channels that have been tracking the big house. And are you saying that you talk about DC? Yeah. Okay. And so there are people that live, 
live in that area and they've been doing like whole channel, a couple whole channels devoted to this. And they're just taking their video cameras and, and recording all the stuff that's going on, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. There's the scaffolding and big walls going on. It's like they're making a fortress over there. And then on the underground psychic network, <laughs> where's Miss Cleo? Um, the, uh, um, there is this this kind of vibe going down, like they're going to try and play play it, and it is in conjunction with what they just did in um, in Russia. So it's going they're going to start amping this kind of thing up and shift it from being other terrestrial countries to it being something from outer space and they're going to play that whole card and so why i'm bringing this up is because the stuff we are seeing around the capital does look to look does seem weird Um, what are they doing and all of a sudden all the ufo stuff that's happening in the skies whatever it is uap whatever they are there's just the amping is unbelievable it's hard to keep track now and then we've had the the northern lights coming down into kentucky Mm -hmm. and all the cme stuff and so it looks like they might pivot into a real invasion scenario it really looks like they're going to do it and it's just strange that it kind of started with one of these balloons well two of them and the big one we know on the east coast and then now they're bringing in this one that's coming from, you know, it was over Hawaiian space and now it's over South America somewhere. There seems to be a thread here. And I'm wondering what your thoughts on, on that are. Well, it's interesting. Um, I haven't looked into the whole detail insofar as what's going on with that, but I do see how they've weaponized everything to such a level that they're, um, they try to pull a side war off. And so far as faking an extraterrestrial invasion, they're going to, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for, because at some point they're going to get annihilated by off-world intelligence systems. And I've mentioned this before, that they don't have allies off planet. So whatever they're trying to strategically do to mess with people's heads here or control or manipulate or dominate a space, whether they're trying to influence another country that way or, or not, it's going to implode, in my opinion. I think that it's going to be found out. So if you see all this stuff going down where it does look like some kind of a, a simulated alien invasion, then we can call it out and disable it just as fast as it comes in. I do know that, and I've said this a billion times, that they are in for a hell of a ride to nowhere because off-world intelligence, when that shows up, when the real configurations start to change, they will not have a snowball's chance in hell to defend themselves. And that, I mean, I'm talking about the best military we have globally. They will be, be basically toast at that point. So to me, I'm not real, I don't really care what their plans are, but I do find it interesting that that so many people will fall for it. That's the biggest problem we run into. And as I said before, I wish we weren't here to witness any of this because we need to work on our real tech and our real off-world traversing, like my book, you know, traveling the, the cosmic highways. And we need to get away from these SOBs. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them trying to play national security against everything we do here. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's our evolution and consciousness, you know, if you want to dial home, literally go home off planet, you shouldn't have to get permission from any bastard here on this world. And this is what's happening here. Everybody's trying to encapsulate everybody else. And I'm like, no, that doesn't play. Universal law and universal code says you are you have a green light to do whatever the hell you want to do on or off planet. And that's really the bottom line. So I'd like to see it all demolished here. But I, I find that, you know what? But let them all annihilate each other here. It doesn't really answer your question. But to me, I do think that something's afoot. And like I said, what I've seen is the type of groups, the anomaly department they just created is a problem. 
And that's the problem that was hunting beings like me who have anomaly signals, who have interfaced with uh, synthetic telepathy and different types of projects where they want to try to do as best they can to investigate, analyze, and destroy or neutralize the threat. And to me, they are the freaking threat. I have a real problem with these guys because they wouldn't be a DC had it not been for my ancestors, as you probably know. So none of them deserve a job in those areas. None of them. I get pretty annoyed about it. So if so, th that's one thread. So if we look at this other thread that's going on simultaneously, the money situation. So we had that big bank. What was that, Jerry? Like a month ago, three weeks ago, the first one. Um, I think it was six weeks ago, but that wasn't the first. That was the second. The first and now one. This. Yeah, the first one was um, SFX, F F FTX. I think the crypto bank that failed. That guy, Bankman Freed, remember that whole shit show? Yeah. Yeah. Then it was Silicon Valley Bank six weeks ago, and this week was yes. First Republic Bank, and now PacWest is going down. That Their stock cratered today. <clears throat> um, the interval between bank crashes is going to shorten and shorten and shorten. You know, it's it's, um, it's logarithmic. It's expo exponential, rather, What's going? how it's going to play out, I think. It's my opinion. So get some cash, mm -hmm. folks. Well, even that, I mean, everybody, I don't know about you, but the the border doesn't look so good. Of course, you know, oh, once yeah. again, Title protecting our, yeah. our border is a joke and a half. You know, this whole idea about completely consolidating America, which isn't America anymore, is pretty much what's happened. So you're dealing with a country that's not a country anymore. And they know it. I think that it's kind of like, let's just, we don't care what happens to it because we're leaving. But the thing is, whatever they try to go, wherever these groups try to go, they're going to get obliterated. So you can't just run and hide anymore. Uh, even if you have all the money in the world. Yeah, well, their kinetic weapons are no match to energy weapons and consciousness weapons. Well, that's true. I mean, I've gotten through things that could have killed me and pretty darn powerful. Um, but I do know their weapon of choice is aerial warfare. And like I said, I wish everybody would just go outside someday and just do like maybe one day when you just want to sit outside and look at the sky and watch these jets, these white planes, these white jets. Um, look at the ones that aren't commercial that look like they're going loop to loop to loop to loop, or sometimes they're doing like track cycles. They're doing like a track and they're always doing one area. And sometimes they'll look like they're doing stunts. They'll go up and down. They look like they have a certain altitude they can only go to. And those guys need to watch out for them. I'll just tell you point blank. Can you see them on... That's the 90% problem right there. Can you see them on flight radar? You should, oh, I don't know about that. You know what? Because I've looked at flight radar before and I've gotten commercial flights and some are, uh, some are there and some are not. There's no call sign on some of these. I don't know about those. I think those are more um, contracted. Got it. So I'm not sure about that, but I would look it up. If you see them, I, don't, I can't speak for everybody out there, but I have them and these bastards will not go away. And I've complained quite a bit. I don't like them. And I do know they're loaded with aerial um, mapping, aerial warfare, surveilling electronic warfare and some other things. Those guys are loaded with stuff. Those planes are loaded. So what are they doing? Wasting, how, who's paying for that? You know, how much money are we dealing with here? Because you know, it's not cheap to fly those out. Not nonstop like that, it's not. It's been said that the UN's paying for it. I don't know how true Somebody is. is. Yes. Somebody's signing off on it too. I smell rats everywhere. And this is my point. It's like, <laughs> you know what? They're, they're crapping in your backyard. They're crapping in your house. They're they're completely making your whole environmental condition toxic and unlivable. And I'm speaking as a, as a whole. I mean, if you look at people are just getting sick, they're dropping like flies. You know, some of the things that we talked about where people just die from like high voltage, literally, whether it's cardiac arrest, aneurysms, strokes, 
and people want to blame something else. Well, electric, a very weaponized atmosphere will take you down in a heartbeat, no pun intended. So you've got all that going on too. And never, never forget that. It's a very toxic situation if you're not calibrated right or if they're not attenuating that field properly. So, okay, go on, Jerry. Um, I was going to say, <clears throat> I wonder if that ties into, so there's a lot of people talking about shedding, quote unquote shedding of mm -hmm. mRNA particles. And some people are affected by it and some aren't. And I'm wondering if maybe that chemical soup and frequency soup in which we live and being dumped upon has anything to do with that or even exacerbates that or if that's even part of the mm -hmm. plan. I think I it know. could be a primer, just my yeah. two cents on it. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest primer of all was the aerial warfare to begin with. So like I said, you could take anybody out with directed energy weapons. You don't need to have them loaded with anything or injected with anything. You can hit them from remote and you could do an assessment from them by remote. You can, you can hit them with all kinds of tech and nobody will know the better unless they've been involved in understanding what this weaponization is. And that's the problem we're running into. That's really, that's really the monster out of control. Unfortunate, I will tell you that that's what the military is about these days. That is who they are. Uh, it's not about protecting and defending countries anymore. They're contracted to do a job, and they're going to do a job. And it doesn't matter who they're attacking because they're pay getting paid. We don't have a we don't have a military in the United States. It's a it's a corporate it's a clown you know, show organization yeah. under the guise of a military, a fake military. And they've been damaged because they've all yeah. been hijacked, mandated to get the jabs. So they've got that going for them, <laughs> and they can't recruit new people. They're having trouble. Did you see today? I'm surprised. The, the Navy uh, hired a drag queen to promote joining the Navy because they're 8,000 <laughs> people short. Well, you know, they need some of that on the ship, I guess, because those guys get lonely. Ooh, <laughs> what, what, sorry, exactly. I know. That's going to get, sorry. I couldn't, but you know, hey, they love that, man. Oh, look at this. Hey, here you go, boys. Oh, who knows? I'm sorry, but uh, you know what? It's a joke and a half. And I, I'm like, I'm a breakaway and I'm so proud I'm a breakaway that I can't be bought and sold, you know, in a sense, I just want to traverse the galactic highway and just get away from these, these imbeciles and these, these people that are literally co-opted and psychologically damaged. I don't want any part of them, man. I really don't. I posted an article um, and I think it came from the, what the gateway pundit, maybe it was from one of those mainstream sources. And I think I put it in latest news but it is, it came, I mean, it came like, I think, pentagram, pentagram, pentagon, whole government terminology. Let's see. That was Freudian. <laughs> okay. So wait. So first of all, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Uh, um, whole of nation is closely associated with whole of government terminology, both presented as feel good ideas and Okay, so wait, this one is the DOD admitted to, CDC admits 98 million Americans were given cancer uh, virus via the polio shot, and they go into this whole other thing. But the thing with the, um, with the military, I want to say, is one of these organizations came out and said that they are going to be able to arm non-citizens now some of these that are coming through the border and it came out of the biden administration and i i don't know where i posted it and it's hard to talk and read i can't do that um i found it oh good well, which so the 98 million americans were given cancer that one 
No. So yeah, that that's that's what I was talking about a second ago. But there's one where the government is saying they're going to militarize some of these non-citizens here. They're going to put them in our uniform. And I posted it over there somewhere, Jerry, but I thought this was so provocative and it came out of one of those mainstream sources, like straight out of the Pentagon because they are running so low on soldiers. Just what we need, you know, foreigners try to pretend they're loyal to the United States, which is not existent anymore. Once again, this is, if this doesn't look like um, a takeover, I don't know what does. Well, and that's been like, that's been high conspiracy woo for a long time that they were going to put non-citizens into military gear and, you know, do all that. So when I saw this come through one of these mainstream sources, uh, I, I was shocked by it, just like the DOD admitting to all this crap now with uh, the juice. It's like they're just now they're just they're just saying this stuff now. And people, oh, by are, the way, huh? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, we don't have America anymore. Oh, by the way, it's been co-opted. <laughs> The border's wide open. Oh, by the way, we've been using direct energy weapons. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like the whole cloud seeding thing that <laughs> they denied forever and the chemtrails that they denied forever. Right. And so now they're just saying, yeah, by the way, we've been doing this. So everyone got ridiculed for tracking it, doing good, real scientists, doing real workups and trying to come out about all this and Finally, they give it. But here's the third. Here's the third thing I wanted to tie together with all these strands of woo. So there are two new kind of scary sicknesses out there, right, that they're trying to promote. So one is Arcturus or something like that. And it made me think of Jerry. What is it? Arcturus is a uh, an Omicron variant. Are you kidding me? But no. they named it that. That's what I'm oh, saying. Screw them. Screw them. <laughs> They're pulling it out of their butts. I'm sorry. Oh, Somebody's getting inspired by others who are not from here. Let's put it that way. That's ridiculous. Why don't they come up with something else? Yeah. And that it was I'm an Omicron it. itself, that it was an Omicron various uh, our variant is interesting hey. to me. Like that, if you're into the woo, that's just so right in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it reeks of liar, liar, you know. And then, and then, so to piggyback that, they're now saying they've got all this. So all the fungus now, the fungus is everywhere. The next prima donnas of the gutter is exclusively about the fungus among us and molds Mm. and all this. That Um, fungus story died down pretty quickly, though. No, Mm. it's the fungus story died down. the The one where they had how many fifty people in the Midwest? It It was like two. Whatever they said, I mean, they're put the thing is, so this is the whole thing is they're pushing it. And then now this like today I saw something where they're saying the crops are going to all be affected by fungus and all this. So what they're doing and the point of relevance for me on this is that they're pushing this idea of fungus on the heels of pushing fungus and cordyceps and all this with the last of us and which is a a series a really good series by the way mm-hmm. um so they're pushing this is is what's going to be possibly next and 
as far as a uh, a pandemic, they're really putting a lot of heat into it, but they're trickling it out slowly through through narratives like series and and there's some movies behind this. And then these little stories are peppering across the realm concerning mycelium and fungus and molds. And, uh, and now the slime molds making a big comeback as far as what it is and, you know, bringing people into the know-how of what slime mold is, which is very freaky, by the way. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on all this, Solaris, as far as how they're amping up a next contagion. And mm-hmm. that is what Bill Gates got behind. The next one, every that famous quote, the next one's going to be, you know, the big one. Mm-hmm. And and they're, they're seeding or peppering the collective with these different ideas of variants on corona and now fungus is in the picture yeah that's pretty insane but it doesn't surprise me i think i heard another one too that they said about it was like a blend of ebola or something like that that's another one they were that's talking about Marber- marburg oh is that right yeah. so that's something else that i thought they were that was one of their um, lethal weapons but honestly I, I once again another psi war another psi operation to kind of consolidate what's left of the people that got through the last wave of bs so if something like that does get deployed, it's just it's going to have to implode. It just can't be tolerated. And I would say that it's like I said before, the best time is to leave this world is is now. I mean, it's not talking checking out. I'm saying getting out of here and traversing the galactic highway because man, I can't stand what they're doing, and I don't think it should be tolerated in any formula. But I have heard bits and pieces about what you're saying, but not a whole lot of it. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, just when things start to dial down a little bit. But everybody from that first uh, initiate, you know, initiation, or I guess you call it initiation, but initiate, what's the word I'm looking for? From 2020, the um, you know, they're just completely jacked up. I mean, psychologically. So there's too much PST, you know, PTSD from that. And then moving to the next one now, it's just going to snap them all. So you know, I don't see it as a very positive thing. And I haven't looked at the fungus thing. I think you were the first one to mention that to me as well. To so look at that, let's see what's going on with that too. So. Yeah, there's just, there's new stuff on it. Too toxic, you know. Daily, there's new stuff on it. And like at the Keybase Cosmic Salon Group, we, which is very active, we're all just tracking a whole bunch of this stuff. And whether it's true or not is, again, that's, you know, what can Mm -hmm. I, I'm coming from the stance of what can we believe, period, Mm -hmm. point blank. But the narrative's important. And, And so when we're looking at, at all this and then now we're going into some crazy astrology this summer and as we move towards well we've got this next eclipse coming in two days i think is that right jer i think it's next year isn't it no 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 not the fine that's the final one 2024 there's an eclipse here in two days i think didn't we just have one around it's my birthday? Lunar, it's a lunar eclipse. Yeah, they always come, you get a solar, and then you get a yeah, lunar. Yeah, May 5th. Saturday. Yeah, so this one's, a, I guess, a really, this one's got a like a kind of a dark rep going. Of course, the old, the elders and the ancients always thought of eclipses as ominous and not a good thing. It's kind of wagers that push into it with, um, with a different narrative, but what I'm saying here is it won't be visible here, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's just the energetics of it. No, I know. And, I was just saying for anyone. Yeah. Listening. 
And and so we have so to close up the the cycle from 2017, we have one in October, and then we have the final one that's going to be X marks the spot over there and where Jerry, Texas or Oklahoma, somewhere over there. Um, and that's 2024, April, I think. That's pushing the envelope. Well, it was the big cycle from 2017 to 2024 mm -hmm. to create the X marks the spot. Right. So it's been a big mm -hmm. movement. And the thing is, Mars is it, it. So and you think about everything from this started in 2017, a lot of a lot of this narrative was kind of kicked off with that. Mm -hmm. And and the big story in the realm really is how America's being sacked. And I yes. think if anyone's looking clearly, you can see that we're being taken down. I mean, it, it just looks so clear. They're getting the the dollars losing its anything it had. Of course, it wasn't backed by anything, but um, they're they're really pushing up these these gun incidents here. I mean, is it what is it? Every other day, we have a mass shooting going on. Mm -hmm. Just to yeah. add to that comment, uh, George Washington once said. The last official act of any government is to loot the treasury. Hmm. There you go. And that's kind of what's happening right now. That is totally what's happening. So the sacking of the United States is a very big deal because it's a symbol of freedom, whether or not we, you know, we can argue that point, but it, it is the symbol of freedom. We're talking about living symbols and it was also the great, experiment with a lot of things like melting pot situation and cultural stuff. And the biggest thing, I think the biggest two things were freedom of speech and uh, being able to defend yourself from the government, which is what having guns is always, has always been around about. That's that whole thing is about defending yourself from tyranny, not about what about killing, um, shooting a deer and living off of that. It's so funny how they get that twisted. It is literally to protect you from the tyrannical government. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're creating this very fertile solution out there to, um, to create this bring down, this taking, the sacking of, America on all fronts, Solaris. It's like every which way you turn, not to mention we're the country with the worst, most poisoned food. You mm -hmm. know, other countries won't take our exported food at all. It, you know, we are just sinking in poison. So it does seem to me like we are in the time frame when they want to pull the siege. Everything looks set up militarily wise to me that. It's been infiltrated. Everyone's put into where they're going to be. Mo big moves are making, and they're going to just pull the plug soon. And it's going to be a big, weird, crazy, uncanny siege. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very good observation. Yeah. Well, it's taken over. As far as I can tell, it's already gutted. It's just not official. But you know, there's nothing. There's nothing that can help it, in my opinion. I, I find that. I would have loved to have moved a long time ago, quite honestly. I know I mentioned that to you. I mean, just to be in this um, country is not good. And of course, the whole world is jacked up anyways. But yeah, it's just no good. And Antarctica comes to mind and, and some other areas that are very remote, getting away from all this crap. And yeah, it's toxic as hell. And and what is the solution? I mean, even, even the weapons that we have, I mean, people, regular weapons to defend yourself is nothing against the direct energy weapons. I mean, you've got to deal with 
their black science and technology, which really isn't theirs. I mean, they've literally hijacked all that and reverse engineered it, but nonetheless, they're utilizing it. So that's the biggest weapon comes down to it. But yeah, I think it's it's really grim and it's very dark. And I hate to sound like I'm throwing a lot of shade on it, but it is what it is. It doesn't, I don't see a light at the end of this situation here. I think this, I think this realm is done and it's kind of like, you know, set the ships to the West, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, we got to get out of here, man. Yeah. I definitely have that death throws vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm calibrated for that sort of thing in a sense of, you know, I've always said the angel of death and I are good friends because there's no angel of death, but but the idea is, you know, it is what it is, but you know, when you're in the red zone, you need to get away from that zone. Um, you're under fire, you need to get away from the line of fire. And, and that's just part of it. I think that we're all under attack and it's a very nefarious, slow kill, slow death, slow bleed. And most people aren't even noticing. Well, and once they sack the USA, then the whole bigger plan can go into motion. That, mm -hmm. that'll be that. Yeah. And, and it's if you look at and i don't need to necessarily go in this direction too far but if you just start pulling the stats on the western world right so europe and scandinavia you know the british isles all this and america and you start to look at so so the western world and I guess I'm going to preface this. The Western world has is multicultural, but it, just because the Western world has tended to be a pale, right? Everyone's pale because it's Europe. It's, it, you know, this is where white people are. Um, so I'm not trying to make this about that, but I just want to point that out. So if you pull and you start looking at the stats in local government up to the highest of the high, you're going to start seeing a huge amount of uh, like Muslims running everything. Now, I want to remind everyone that the process of a siege is to get in, take over the military ranks, the government, start breeding. So you start to see that. And then I watched a video. I think it was in Scotland. And um, it's the new prime minister, whatever they call that in Scotland. And I was so shocked to see him yelling at the Scottish people for not being, he, he was, it was racist as fuck. It was so racist, but it's not racist because he's a pock, right? So he was telling the, the Scottish and English people that it's too white. There are too many English here. There are too many Scottish here and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, what if that happened? What if I go and get in and it wouldn't happen because they would never let a woman have any position of power. But what if, you know, what if I went into one of their countries and said, it's too Iraqi here. You, it's too Iraqi. There are too many of you Iraqis here. It's too Syrian or it's too Ugandan here. You too many of you are here. Can you imagine? I mean, the fact that this mm -hmm. guy just took the house, the big house over there, and then how did he even take it? How did he get it? it allegedly, their normal, uh, their voting systems. You know, we could talk on that, but it's mm -hmm. just like, what kind of mentality are we in when you get into a place, you take power, however that happens, and then you lecture that place on their cultural. Um, 
ways and their ethnic people in this situation, the Scottish ethnic people, telling them they're too Scottish. There's too many of them there. Are we, I mean, this is the upside down world. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. Hostile takeover. It's a hostile takeover. And like I said, if a Scottish person went and did that into one of their countries and said there are too many of you here, and it basically is derogatory too, it would be, it would be completely, they would be probably murdered, first of all. But the fact that it's okay in the West to do this in the West and to belittle us for our cultural practices and to uh, browbeat these nations into accepting an absolute takeover of their natural ethnic people to offset the balance is completely un unthinkable. I mean, I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. And if the shoe were turned, like I said, on the other foot, it would, it would be a big gigantic situation in the realm and, and racism would be called everywhere, but you can't do that now if it's the other foot. I never understood that. So somewhere along the way, they just want one one shade of brown in the entire world, which is kind of primordial and, and illiterate. And you know where I stand when it comes down to breaking down cosmic heritage, when it comes down to the white race, and not all the white race, but there's this particular percentage of, of white species that is part of off-world intelligence. It's just a celestial design. And I, I still, to this day, see that that's where the adversary, that's where the polarization comes in. It's from the off-world species collision course with the indigenous it's always it's been this thing that polarizes. I don't think it's ever going to be resolved, and that's why I kept saying we need to go. You know, I have no attachment to this world, but we have many, many cosmic tribes out there that are part of the tribes you talk about, and we don't need to be part of this anymore if they want to be this way. They don't have a problem stealing our technology, stealing our evolution, stealing our every, all the beautiful things we've done to, to benefit this world, uh, but they'll sit there and, and want to hijack everything and pretend they took credit, you know, and they're, they have some kind of gift to bring to the world. Now they do not. And, you know, call me what you will, but no, I'm done with it. I'm done. I just, I just assume to break orbit and get out of here and say, screw you all. Um, happy trails and I'm out, but I get it. It shouldn't be going on, but the people should be fighting and standing up too. You know, you want to sit there and let somebody talk to you that way. And then, and as if like they deserve it for some reason, like all of a sudden they, they have, they deserve it in their DNA. No, they do not. Absolutely not. It's not our cosmic tribe that ever tried to enslave anybody here. We brought light, illumination, intelligence. Uh, we brought technology. We brought many, many things um, for many, many moons, way before mankind showed up and they had his own like archives, you know, their fake freaking history. So, you know, I talk about this a lot in my books, but I, you know where I stand with it. And and I'm adamant about it too. I mean, I like everybody, but don't mess with me, man, because I don't care. I'm, you start pulling the race card on me. That's it. I've had enough mm-hmm. of that especially when it comes to our cosmic heritage. And that's what I mean by our abilities and the fact that I'm, you know, doing miraculous thing, like being able to interface with the machine realm and artificial intelligence is a big deal. Try to teach them that and tell me how far they get with their primordial thought process. And and half the time, if they try to take an electronic brain template of somebody who's very intelligent interface, it'll, it'll backfire anyway. And I can go on and on about the tech, but, but it's really annoying to me what you're describing. And it's unfortunate that this is going on, but the people should have said something. They shouldn't just bow down. And when you bow down, you might as well ex- expect to be a slave. Then you're you're basically committing yourself to being enslaved. Yep. Yeah. I don't and bow to anybody. You can't comply your way out of tyranny. That's correct. Absolutely. And that's that's straight up what we're looking at on a realm level. 
and it, it like never before, it, you know, and this is what makes all these, these points we were talking about earlier that are kind of like, they seem like they're coming together now to create this big overture and, uh, whatever it's going to be and however it's going to play out, because I, you know, I don't know the details, you know, things pivot and change and all this, but it does appear that we're in the middle of it. And what I'm noticing here, and we keep talking about this is, is the masses of people out there. They're absolutely all completely, not the people that are question and all that, but I'm talking about the general masses that are really buying into all of these narratives. Mm -hmm. They're completely mind controlled. They've all been completely mind virus, mind controlled because they don't see it at all. And that is to me a sign of mind control. If you mm -hmm. can sit there and say, uh, look with your own eyes, there's a fire right there and they can't see it. Well, what in the hell do you call that? I mean, they're, they, they're buying all of this hook, line and sinker to the point where it, it just looks absolutely absurdly ridiculous at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I said, you get what you give at the end. And, you know, that Stockholm syndrome comes to mind, comes down to that indoctrination programming. It's just, this doesn't register with me at all. You know, it's funny because a lot of us who've been through different projects, you know, we're not brainwashed. <laughs> just not. We're like opposite. It's very interesting. It's interesting to me that there's what, 10%, 15% of the population that just were not affected by mm -hmm. yeah, the immense propaganda campaign that went on. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious what, I include the three of us in that, that, that group, what kept us, and I've been this way my whole life, and I'm sure you guys mm -hmm. have too. Mm -hmm. Why are we different? Why aren't we susceptible to the programming? Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with your evolution and your own DNA sequencing. You know, once again, I was talking about that cosmic heritage, you know, you enter onto a timeline and you're, you're not from here. So you have a database of different information. So you could tell when people are BSing you for the most part. Yep. And then you could see through the lines. You could see through everything. You read the whole sphere of what this is. And I find that I've always been able to do that even before the induction I went through. So I, I think that's exactly what's happening here. But I do see this as breakaway species. And that's why I talk about it. Uh, we're not from here. We're not going to stay here. We eventually will get back or forward, I should say, to where we belong. But this this whole inversion, it's got to implode. But use your minds, use your power, and and uh, don't just sit by and allow it to happen to yourselves. I'd like to get out of the way personally. I've been I've been wanting to get out of here for a long time now. Yeah. Break orbit. Yeah, yeah but until until we do that, Solaris, we're in. You know, we're in here. We're all observed. All three of us are observers, so you know we're we're talking about stuff we're seeing, and and now it has for me it really like when I want to break down the true true, and not just the 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 TikTok stuff and the Twitter stuff and the all the stuff that's all fake for the most part on some level, and a great deal of it's be written is written by these you know, AI algorithms, um, some of it good, some of it bad, but it, it's just this, all of this and we're watching it, but we, st we're still here and we're still strapped in and going through it. So with this like financial situation that's going on, and this is a question for both of you, how, I mean, they're saying like the chatter out there is that 
they're going to zero everyone out and then everyone's just going to be welcome to the Chinese system. I mean, what, how is this going to play? What? I'm not playing. I haven't heard that part, but I do see it as a consolidation, but that just, that doesn't necessarily mean everybody survives. You know, I see it as uh, to me, it just seems like I hate this slow kill, slow death kind of thing. And it seems to me like they're trying to eradicate a society, but they're doing it the wrong way. They're going really slow about it. They're playing psychological torture games and they're, you know, gutting everything. They want everybody to feel the pain before they actually expire. They're very sick people. You know, if you look at it from afar, from a parallax view, at least that's what I've seen. But yeah, I, I think they're all shaking hands under the table when it comes to these other country, countries, rather. And uh, you know, who knows at this point, but I don't know well, if that answers your question. I'm the... kind of rambling, but go ahead. Well, with the financial thing, like, Jerry, what do you think? How do you think that's going to play like that? The stuff that, you know, clearly they're trying to make this happen. So what I think is going to happen is that they're the banks. It's, it's complex, right? The reason these banks are failing is because the Fed keeps raising interest rates. These which we have to go back to when they introduce fractional reserve banking which allows a bank to traditionally before fractional reserve banking banks took in deposits and they loaned that money out right but they never loaned out more than they had fractional reserve banking allowed them to loan out up to 90 percent over or they only had to they only had to have 10 percent of what they loaned out or invested in if you want to put it that way so for every hundred dollars they had in their coffer, they could they could invest a thousand dollars or nine hundred dollars out, right? And a lot of banks during since two thousand eight, since the last financial crisis, were buying treasury bonds and bills, treasury bills, right? And they were receiving I don't know I forget what the interest rate was two or three or four percent interest on those bills. Once the Fed started raising rates last year, those bills all became underwater and they lost billions of dollars on that money. So they no longer had the money to pay off anyone who was withdrawing money from the bank. They couldn't, they couldn't fulfill that, that requirement. So if you're, if you're loaning out what I, I can't think of the percentage right now. Well, here's the other thing too. When the pandemic hit, they lowered the, the threshold for fractional reserve banking to zero, which made it even worse. So the banks have no money, but they're buying treasury bills. They're, they're investing their deposits in treasury bills. They have no money on hand. <clears throat> and then once they went upside down, if they went to sell them, they have to take a loss. So they're being forced to sell this stuff at a loss, which is causing them to go bankrupt, which is why the banks are failing. That all being said, I think this is a controlled collapse of the financial system in order to consolidate and get all the, the small banks, the, I forget how many regional banks there are in the country, like three or 400, owned by six, the six top banks, JP Morgan, um, I forget all who they all are. There's like six top banks, just like there's six top companies that own all the media, you know, same, same idea, but with banking. And once those six banks have control of all the banking in the United States, those these central banks, then they'll introduce uh, central bank digital currencies. 
And that's how they weasel their way out of the debt crisis. Because right now, what's our, our national debt's like $40 trillion right now? We're yeah. never going to pay that off, ever. It cannot be paid off. So but how, to- how do you see that, Jerry, as, as moving into, like, everyone's trying to figure out how does this play out, say, if you own a house, if you um, have assets, you know, all that, how is that going to play out, especially since it's trying to look like it's going to be some sort of fascist or communistic you know, flair here. Right. Well, it's going to be done in steps. It's the it's the the boiling frog analogy, right? So the bank banks are going to collapse. They're going to pan, people are going to panic. Then they're going to be saved by the central banks, and then they're going to say, "Look, we need to introduce central bank digital currency to keep everyone safe." It's going to be a safety thing, or national security, or some bullshit story. And then once they have everyone on central bank on CBDCs. Then they can introduce the control programs on those because it's programmable money. Once the CBDCs are out, then they can limit what you can buy, when you can buy it, where you can buy things. Like you won't be able, I can see this happening more in Europe than here, but you know, you can't really spend your money, you can't spend more than whatever percent of your money outside of your 15 minute zone kind of thing. Right, and you've had your allotment of protein, and your carbon credits are too high because you bought too many steaks last week, so you can't buy any steaks this week. That kind of shit's coming, and it's all going to be enabled by CBDCs. So what are they going to do with private ownership of stuff, so assets? They're going to try and get rid of that. That's the whole Agenda 2030. You'll own nothing and be happy. Not playing. No, me neither, but that's that's Mm -hmm. the goal. And if they can't make you give it up willingly, they're going to claim eminent domain and take it. Yeah, the eminent domain is no joke. I've seen so many mm-hmm. people lose their shit from that. the The government just comes in. They they will start by yep. saying we're take they take it no matter what, but we'll pay you fair market value, or we'll play hardball, and then you don't get anything. You can try and sue them. I've seen people try and sue them. It never works because it's eminent domain. Correct. Yeah. There's there's no escape. Right. There's no escape. The only escape is to downsize the federal government and get them back into their core, what they should be doing, not what they're trying to do. Which is why we had the Second Amendment. Exactly. Which they're <laughs> Which trying, trying really to hard away. to get rid of, yeah. And yeah. I was just telling someone in chat <clears throat> that there's a, oh, it's a case, there's a case, I forget where it was, Utah or Nevada or someone. Um, it's it's interesting thing. The, uh, I should look it up and, and read it more carefully. But anyway, there's a fishery uh, in one of these states who uh, the, the National Association of Fishery, I forget, some bureaucracy in Washington has now imposed a $700 or more fee on every trip out that, that fish, fishing boats have to pay to the government to uh, pay for them to have like a um, monitor, a person on the boat that keeps track to make sure that they're not overfishing. I've heard about that. Yeah. Jesus. So um, this already went to court and it's a complicated legal thing, but basically the court ruled for the agency in favor of the agency claiming what's called a Chevron deference. And the Chevron deference dates back to a a 70s or 80s decision on 
Chevron versus someone else, that the government basically said, you know, <clears throat> um, that they would defer the deference to the plaintiff, I think, or the defendant. I don't remember. I will have to read it. I don't want to misstate what I'm talking about here. But the Chevron deference allows the state or the federal agencies to make their own rules based on assumptions they're based on powers they're given by Congress that aren't actually rules. So this is how like the ATF operates. That's how they can ban pistol braces and bump stocks, for instance, because they believe that they have the power to do this because Congress gave them that authority. Even though Congress cannot give them that authority, they have the quote unquote Chevron deference. They've been that 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 authority has been def deferred to them to make that change. So anyway, it's it's a complicated legal thing that I I don't fully understand. I don't want to really talk to you because I might screw it up. But the point is, uh, SCOTUS is going to take this case, and if they get rid of Sc of the Chevron deference ruling, if they nullify it. All the agencies, the federal agencies, will lose the ability to make rules unless they're expressly granted to them by Congress. Which is a, a fantastic thing. It will definitely scale back the overreach by government agencies. Yeah, anything to get that big monster under control. Yeah. But I wonder at this point... In like Solaris is always talking about, I mean, it, it just seems to me like all is lost with all these, like it needs to, it all, I just, I'm with you at Solaris on getting the hell out of this mm -hmm. realm. Yeah. But it's toxic. It, no way. it is. And, and the only thing that will save it is, is kind of erasing and starting over, which is what they're trying to do with their own agenda though. That's worse yeah. than what we have now. Plus, they're trying to put everybody in the dark ages instead of breakaway civilizations and advancement. Mm. You, they're going to try to get everybody to be, um, you know, just living like a subhuman class entity, basically what they are, but they have the money. But, yeah, you know, it's no good. It's no good anyway you look at it. That's why I say we don't have to tolerate this. I mean, you, you can either say yes to it or no to it, but find a solution to the equation. And, yeah, in the perfect situation, we would have all this stuff negated. But what are we, what are we to do? I don't know. I'm just looking for options, and my options are using my mind and my technology internally to see about traversing and doing things to open up the gateways and get out of here as, as guided. You know, civilizations from a long time ago, um, some vanished. I mean, people don't even know where they went, really. The I'm a firm believer that we can, yeah, we can we can get out of here if we so choose. And I find that you're not stuck here. You're not imprisoned here. It's, it's an option to be here or not. And and I'm not saying dying. Like I said before, that's a, that's a cop out too, because their whole death process here, they're all death cult. We don't have to do anything that they say. We don't have to live this life. And if we were in the right configuration, we wouldn't even be sick. So why are we tolerating this? And, and if you, you die know? here, you're just going to get recycled back. Oh, I'm not staying, man. There's no way. No, I'm like, uh-uh, homie not playing. I'll tell you. But yeah, I just the more <laughs> I hear this, the more I'm like, they they repel me, they repulse me. And I don't even want to be part of this. I don't even want to be, be around them anymore because of the games that are being played and the, and the defective behavioral patterns. To me, it's just an abomination. But you're right. I mean, Jerry, I think I think your information and assessment is correct when it comes down to your analysis. But you know, to sit here and watch them play their game while everybody slowly dies and suffers is just not okay. They and don't I, care. And I find they it, don't care. No, they don't. They just no. Of course not. If they cared, well, this world wouldn't be this way. That's <laughs> exactly. For <darker>. Exactly. So. <laughs>
You know, just look at what they're doing now. I mean, but it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. It's not going to get any better. It's kind of like, yeah, we can do this now. And what are you going to do about it is the arrogance that they have. It's it's really that much. It's just that they're so arrogant that they'll literally just get in your face with it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot that can be done about it. And actually they're on an extinction path and they probably don't even know it, but they will be going extinct as a race. So that part, uh, you know, if they want to be living forever, they can go extinct. See what you take from somebody, their opportunities, their, their, um, their happiness in a sense of what they choose to create on a timeline, then then that's entanglement. And I said it before, there's accountability. And even if they don't think they have accountability, there is. So they're going to have to deal with that and come to terms with the fact that they are, that whole group is going extinct. Yay. One form or another. I'm not Did, even an optimist. I'm just saying that's just the law of the universe, you know, just the way it rolls. Well, yeah. And, and, and it can't happen soon enough. No. There's this, um, so of course I think all the politics are all the same. So I, anyone that thinks I'm on one side or the other is lying to themselves because I've never, never thought that it was, I've, it always seemed like an inside game to me. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say here is in the stuff that uh, big daddy Trump has been putting out, which to me suggests that it's not just him. It's in the works period point blank and we see this with the smart cities coming in the future with the 2030 thing but he actually put out in his running campaign address all this is these new cities right we're going to build new beautiful cities and like he had i think he said like 13 or something and um and that just gave me the chills like it it seriously gave me the chills like really new cities we have cities everywhere can't we build out new like it, it just it was exactly all this stuff from from the documents that people like Deborah Tavares have dug up from the government mm-hmm. and stuff and and the fact that it's going to be targeted towards um you know people that have a real sense of uh feel patriotic towards their country and i think that's a beautiful thing i i don't have any problem with that i love what was our country (laughs) prior to this and and, you know we have such beautiful everything's beautiful here there's so much beauty here but and of course there's you know it's the full range it's got all of it but it's not like it was you know portland is the energy is completely camp. toxic yeah it's not the same I, the vibration is what's changed the most the darkness yes. the energy is every day there used to be a vibe in the air that i can't it's beyond magic right i never yes. feel that anymore i feel nothing but toxicity so yeah it's not the same this reminds me of all the <laughs> doom doom porn whatever you want to call it years ago people saying how the lower fourth astral dimension is merging with 3D, with mm-hmm. this dimension, and all that negative energy is invading our space now. And yeah, not only is that, but I think it's weaponized as well. So you've got yeah, those course. fields, like I was talking about, the weaponization of those those um, fields of energy are just yeah, it's, it's complete disgusting. I, and I think though that lower fourth dimension, as it's called, it has been weaponized for decades. It's that's where they hold their secret meetings. That's where shit goes down. You know, when there's, you know, (laughs) intelligence operations and whatnot. Yeah. Lower astral is pretty much a junkyard. Yeah. But then that's where, and then, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, it's the potty space. It's the potty space for sure. (laughs) That's what they call the shit show, I guess. It is. It totally is. It's crazy. 
cruising. Yeah. <laughs> so we can laugh a little bit about it as we as we take our ships and leave. Yeah, I know that's right. Pick me up on the way out. That's all. Oh, we will. And we're getting some ships, and we're getting the frick out of here. I don't think we need the ships. We just open the gateways and go. They're very intimidated by the Orion Gateway. I can tell you that much. They're scared to death of that. And tell us what's that all about. Well, I've been working on an Orion Gateway project, which is a two-way door for traversing the Galactic Highway. And there's there's a lot of access points there. And so far as how we can traverse, how we can calibrate, and. Uh, for some reason or another, that's when I started working on that. Uh, and this is my own project I started working independently on. I started having a lot of good success with it insofar as experimentation and doing some work with others, um, just just um, beta testing the field, so to speak. And then all of a sudden I had, this is when I started getting a lot more air traffic around my house and some other things. So whatever it is that they, I find that they have, um, they have their own Orion project they talk about, but this isn't their project. I mean, this is something I'm working on, but there's a correlation for some reason or another. So they're very... They were very interested and intimidated, I find, and um, still haven't gotten all the answers so far as what the deal was with that. But I do know that somehow I must have made a good breakthrough because they wouldn't have been around doing what they were doing over here, and I not. So it's just, um, I write about it in my book, too, on the Cosmic Traveler's Analysis of Time Travel. I put a chapter in on it, but it is that. It's the two-way door. So, you know, working on these fields and also, say, say you're astral projecting. I mean, this is just a different level of it, but but looking into realms of where you want to traverse, I'm accessing one of those or accessing a different gateway and moving through the gateways and not letting them close behind you is, is a big deal. And once these gateways are open, like particularly that one, nothing can stop it. Nothing can shut it down. In other words, we can come in, we can go out. Other things can come in and out. Not necessarily, not necessarily bad things, but but uh, we can get our lot of backup through those gateways. So just, um, I know it sounds really sci-fi, but it's true. So anyways, it works. And then that's what I've been working on. And it'll get even more and more enhanced as we progress. So these aren't physical gateways or they're, they're, they're dimensional. Well, that is physical. That's the thing is you're, you're dealing with energy in a form of matter, but matter converts into energy. It's still, the gateways themselves are, yes, they, they uh, materialize in a formula of different space-time configurations. So yeah. Okay. And just like we can, right? Even if you, you know, your body can reconfigure, so to speak. That's my point is that that's why I'm very much annoyed with the aerial warfare they're doing because I, I see what their, their strategy is. I see what they're trying to do and I see what they're trying to do to shut down and switch off our harm and control at the mass collective scale. And also on um, this, this area above our heads is low earth orbit platform. Everything there is like a level of, of kind of like um, waves of, I want, I want to say like they're so weaponized that there are levels in their fields that they've just completely weaponized in, in a layer form. It's very, very um, challenging to navigate through that, but you can you can go through different portal access points and and get out. I've always That's... felt that that low Earth orbit area is, for lack of a better term, another dimension. Well, it is, but... in its own right. Yeah. But still, you know, you see all these people, t you know, bragging about low Earth orbit. That's nothing, man. Try try yeah. breaking orbit with a different space time. And that's something I know they haven't been able to do. Even even the best black ops and the best um, breakaways from space projects, they can't break orbit with the configuration they're already in, but we can. And that's the key to our success. So to play devil's advocate here, go ahead. What do they care if people leave? I don't understand that either. I wish I wish I knew why they just can't leave us the f alone. And you know, if I want to traverse the galactic highway and I want to work on my gateway projects and I want to get out of here, I should be able to do that. And nobody should be bothering me. No airplanes, no aerial warfare, nothing. No, I agree with you 100%. Hmm. I, I find that they're intimidated by us because if we traverse and get out of here, we can acquire much more vast information. We already know the lies of deception here. and we'll have, we'll have an upper hand when it comes to even more advanced technologies 
to um, negate what they're doing here. And, and of course, what if they can't play King of the Hill anymore, well, what's the fun in it, right? Yeah, if nobody just, believes in their little Pinocchio game. It just seems very short-sighted and petty. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I never understood it myself. And I'm not, I'm not vain enough to think it's all about us. But I will tell you, whenever you make a breakthrough, whether it's science, evolution and consciousness, technology, or whatever it is, they're on, they're on people like flies on shit. Yeah. I mean, you look at yes. the great inventors with the patents. They steal your patents. They'll yeah. murder you for the patents. They'll take those patents and run with the defense department with it, reverse engineer it. Nobody knows the better. And it happened, that's what happened to me with the synthetic telepathy. I mean, that's a big deal. Nobody, at the time, everybody thought it was crazy as hell. Well, they're not thinking it's crazy anymore. Now everybody's wanting to put it out there on a platform and put it there on the red carpet and sell it. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of the story that Dave Zed told us in the last show about how he got his thing to work and then they showed up. <laughs> yeah. You, if you have a breakthrough, they'll be there. I find that, and Nish knows this because she's in that realm of consciousness, you change the field by your state of being. And if you're very adept to what you can do with space time, you can change everything. If you're making an effect that's visible or noticeable or measurable, they're going to be on it. And they're going to measure it and they're going to say, well, this is an anomaly. This looks different. What are we going to, and they'll investigate even further. And that's some of the things they've been doing. You know, a reminder to you that I have anomaly signals that built into me with biotech. And that was an appeal to them in a sense of what the hell it was. How did it get there? What does it do? That kind of stuff. So yeah, these are the new kids on the block, by the way, this new department over there, and they can go take it, you know, just take a, a nice trip off a short pier because I've already been with the big, the big guns and I don't need to be around them. So Little rant there. Oh, I love rants. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> Oswald had a question. Yes. I can find it. What is your opinion of Dane Wigington and or Elena hmm. Freeland? I like Dane. Uh, I've, I've listened to some of his work. As a matter of fact, I think I sent some of his, I don't know if I sent you one, but I sent a video out. Uh, I like his work and I, I find that, yeah, the weaponization of the atmosphere, he's been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Geoengineering for a long time. So yeah, he's been spot on. And the other gal, I interviewed her once. She's okay. I, I find that her date is kind of old school when it comes down to where I've been. I, you know, she is what she is. She's all right. I don't think she's anything spectacular, but I did interview her along um, with a guy a long, long time ago who passed away. So yeah, she tends buddy, to date him mine a lot. Her heart buddy. Yeah. That guy, I forget what Yeah, yeah. Do you remember who he was? Billy? Billy Hayes. Yeah, Billy Hayes. That, um, that. Yeah, because I interviewed him and he used to jump. He used to love my show and he used to hop on and say, yeah, yeah. You know, and he talk about all this, you know, the types of different technologies. And and then all of a sudden she was like co-opted him to some degree because all of a sudden he was hanging with her all the time. Mm -hmm. and I never understood that. Uh, but she's all right. I don't think she's anything spectacular. There are a lot of people now who are jumping on the bandwagon when it comes to that technology or electronic warfare just so they can get their whether it's attention or selling their books and it's kind of like you know what these people weren't even the real beta tests they weren't even there uh, but they're now jumping on the bandwagon so and there's another gal who's coming out of the closet too and i just i'm very suspicious of these people that are all of a sudden wanting to get involved in electronic warfare synthetic telepathy you know especially if they work for the military i'm like you know what that was your department for crying out loud all of a sudden, you want to be the good guy? Get out of here. Yeah. Take a walk. It's, it's the same you know? thing with the UFO grift, you know, with like yes, Lou yes. Elizondo and Corbell and all those jokers. Oh, he's bought and sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this guy's exactly. no good. And then there's the true grifters, you know, the the blue chicken folks and all that. Oh, well, yeah, that went away, too. I mean, all this stuff was just co-opted and hijacked. And I know. Well, you know, don't you know there's a Solaris fleet now? I didn't realize my name had a fleet. Wow, it's not the ship I'm familiar with. That's part of the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Once again, hijacking games. 
it's just too bizarre. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't mean to insult their new age community, but I'm very esoteric. But yeah, some of the stuff they're coming up with is just, uh, I'm not buying some of it. Well, no Solaris matter what. Airlines. So, uh, mm. Solaris Airlines. I that love sounds that. Good. No, I think I'd like another more <laughs> galactic ship with that, though. See, exactly. Good. If Let's I had a ship named that. Solaris, it would be in my back door right now. <laughs> we hit my house right now. <laughs> well, this this has just been, it's always a pleasure, Solaris. And I'm glad that um, you came back and played with us. Jerry, any questions out there for Solaris nope, left? It. We can let her go. Aw, well, you're um, so kind. Well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed being here tonight. And I want to thank both of you. Thank you it's very a much for coming on. Uh, do you have anything you want to p pitch? Plug? Not really? I, I'm just, you're, are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm just yeah. communicating. No, if everybody wants to, you know, my books are on Amazon. You can pretty much follow me if you want to over there. And yeah, I just want to thank both of you. This has been awesome. And I appreciate your um, patience with me tonight. It's been a little hectic, but thank you very much. And, and don't be a stranger, Jerry. Come on my show anytime. Anytime you want me, got... I'll come on. All right, cool. So I can get you. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. It Thanks. is always my so pleasure. fun to talk to you. And everyone, um, you bring out so much information. And Solaris, I'm just happy that people can see now the receipts coming in from all the work you've done so long ago. It, I mean, it really is out there now. And not only is it out there, but people are really co-opting it. And, but you know, you have it in book form. It's out there. It's time stamped. But it's just funny to see how it's become, well, talked about where mm -hmm. you were just thought of as very crazy and out there with a wild story. Right. Yeah. There was a lot of that sanitization going on at the time, but yeah, that passed very quickly. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I certainly appreciate that. And thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week, actually, with, uh, I can't remember her name, Anna Retort. Oh, right? Anna Retort. Yeah. Krivda and Brie Blue. I have no idea who she is. So. Oh, Jerry, you need to just look at the book Krivda for sure. Send me a link to it. The God Tricks Against the Matrix. She's she's fabulous. All right. I will check that out. So uh, we'll see everyone next week. Have a, a good uh, Cinco de Mayo. And tomorrow is uh, the Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy that eclipse. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Talk to you later.